This is Chance. Welcome to the Track Record Conversation Series. This is only the second installment. It's been a while since the first one, but I'm joined today by Power Trip frontman Riley Gale. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your evening to join me. <laughs> Thanks for uh, sitting down with me, Chance. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, so you guys have been on tour the last two, three days, right? Yeah, give or take. Um, you canceled a show two days ago, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, due to back injury what what happened there what so we didn't uh we didn't play uh, uh we didn't play we haven't played a show this year and so um about a week uh from a week ago from Satellist last saturday we played our first show in houston and i think we were all pretty sore after the show you know shoulders were tight and stuff but uh starting on monday i started getting this uh bad pain in my back i already have chronic back problems but this was kind of in a new area so started getting worse over the week we went to winnipeg and played a show on saturday and then on the way back um, uh, from canada it started getting a lot worse and it was spreading around and then basically uh, we sat i sat down with my girlfriend to watch game of thrones and um it uh it hit like my whole body i was like paralyzed from basically the neck down i was just laying on the floor and i couldn't move and it felt like I was on fire. I thought I was having a heart attack or I thought like my appendix exploded. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. It's like making peace with my girlfriend, you know. It was really scary. It was yeah. the scariest thing I've ever been through and it was definitely the most painful. So, you know, um, I've never, we've never had to cancel a show for a health issue before. Um, and I just kind of had to make a judgment call that, you know, if I wanted to make sure I was healthy enough for the rest of these shows I needed to kind of bite the bullet and cancel one of them so I spent Monday getting an MRI and trying to make sure that the pain wasn't coming back again and so um you know we left Tuesday played Oklahoma City it was great I felt pretty good uh tonight I felt pretty good it started to hurt a little more towards the end there was some numbness and some lightheadedness but you know I'm, I'm trying to take it a little easy hopefully people didn't notice yeah um so I'm not I'm not at a hundred percent. I'm not really out there trying to broadcast it or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just hope you know it doesn't look really obvious to everyone else. From a fan's perspective, yeah. we couldn't notice at all because I saw right. your tweet. I was yeah, one of the sure, few sure. that retweeted it because yeah, I was like sure. hoping to God it didn't get postponed or anything. Right? So yeah, yeah. We didn't. I, I didn't saw that. Have to cancel any, I didn't want to have to cancel the first show, but yeah. it was kind of like. Sometimes it's necessary. You know, yeah. If I took a risk and played one show and something bad happened, we could have looked at you know having to cancel the next few months. And I still haven't gotten the results from the MRI, so we'll we'll, we'll see. But fingers crossed, I'm okay. I, you know, I take pretty good care of myself. Um, but you know, when you don't play a show for four months, it can it can fuck your shit up. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I feel I feel good. Today I'm, was great. That's good though, because I know from our perspective in the crowd, this is our this was our first time seeing you. I've watched live. Sure. Live stuff on YouTube and everything, but it, you really couldn't tell. So you're doing good in that regard. Thank um, you. Now to move into some heavier stuff. Okay. A lot of of the older heads or whatever you want to call them look at music streaming as a bad thing. Um, it's huge now, of course, because it's easiest to access. It's easiest to uh, it's an e- it's the easiest way to find new music. And um, a lot of people look at that as a bad thing because it ruins the artistic value of what you do when you make an album. How important, though, is it to you guys? Because I'm sure it's affected you in a positive way, right? Well, I, I mean, it's a give and take. I think the bottom line is is that the companies that are so big and control the streaming just don't pay the artists enough. Like, 
it's clearly a great tool for people who are looking for new music to discover new music yeah. and and yeah that's helped us in a big regard of people discovering us but I mean a lot of people discover us through Sirius XM you know people are still using radio or going and buying records at stores and you know we're gaining a lot of fans from just being on tour and those do result in you know more streams which does help us you know keep us on the road because then it gives us a shot at being a career but you know each stream you get like a seventh of a cent yeah and what people don't understand is if you're on a label the label owns half of your song anyway so you're looking at getting less than a seventh of a cent and then you're splitting it between your band members yeah so i i mean you can do the math that even when you have a million streams you're not pulling in a ton of money so it's it's kind of it's a double-edged sword because you know you have these bands that get a hit or you know like a lot of rappers it's easy for them to put up stream big streaming numbers get paid but it doesn't work like that for when you're in a band when you're a solo artist all that money's kind of going to you or a lot of it anyway but for us it's you know we're, we're splitting it up other people have to get paid it, it's it's great it's just they you know there's what there's that legislation out right now where they're trying to make um, uh, streaming sites pay more it's like 40 but they want them to pay the artist 40% more per stream and I think that absolutely needs to happen or you know music's gonna keep continuing to stagnate like more you know industry plant bands are pop getting popular because they have these machines behind them you know these marketing machines to push them and it doesn't really give it it, it's really it, it becomes harder and harder for bands to break out especially if you're not from like LA or New York or London where you have a lot of this baked in press already I mean we busted our fucking asses being from Texas for for six seven years before everyone really started to give a shit you know like uh you know, Red Death has I can't have it easy coming from DC at all. Chad, you guys have been a band for what six years? Five. Five. And like, I, I mean, you know what it is. Like, they they're not far from big places, but just being from like, some like a, a spot that's not like a, a music mecca or some shit. Like even Austin or whatever, you have a better chance of breaking out. Like bands like ours, we have to just work that much harder. And and. You know, it looks great having a million streams up on a song, but it doesn't always translate to like a monetary success. So something's got to change. But I don't think it. But I ultimately don't think it devalues any artistic part of it. You're still putting your whole record up there, the arts up there. Like yeah, like. But people who want physical copies are gonna buy physical copies. People are gonna steal music or just stream music are gonna stream it. Because you still have YouTube, you still have SoulSeek, you have all these other outlets where these people want to listen to your record but don't want to spend the money. They'll find a way. So it's like make it appealing as possible and then pay the bands the right amount of money. Yeah, and that goes but right I, into my next question. Yeah. So um, I don't think it loses any artistic value. Okay, and that goes right into my next question uh -huh. about how important it is to brand yourselves. Uh, in a, I guess what I'm trying to say is you, you guys have kick-ass visuals to go with kick-ass music. How important is that for for making your guys' I guess more marketable isn't well, not the right really the right way to say it. I but. mean, I think it's smart to have an aesthetic. Like, I want someone to be able to see what they think is a power trip shirt a block down the street and be like, oh yeah, that's a power trip shirt. You know, we want something that stands out, but we also don't try to force an image at all. I don't think. Um, 
you know, I, I always make the, the corny ass joke that we're kind of like a, a boy band where like all five of us are very different people with very, very different styles, very different tastes. And, you know, we all come together. It's like, if you don't like the way I look on stage or like what I'm into, then maybe you'll think like our bass player is cool. You know, he likes yeah. motorcycles and guns and shit. You know, like I like books and movies and kind of nerdy stuff. And Nick likes sneakers and hip hop and, and Blake likes, you know, Brit pop and buying records. Ulsh's, you know, the king of punk. So it's like, we're all five guys that get along great. And like, you know, we do this thing, but we never decided, all right, we're going to be the band that owns, it's not like Slayer where we're like, we're the band that owns the Upside Down Cross or, yeah. or the Pentagram, know, or, the whatever, pentagram yeah. or whatever, you know, like, so we want, I want people to just, if you enjoy aggressive music to, to, for us to be a band for you, you know, like yeah. we, we don't want to fall, we don't want to be pigeonholed by a fan base. Like you said, you know, you were out of touch with metal for a long time and, I think it's really cool and like kind of I'm kind of honored that it helped bring you back that we're a band that kind of like helped bring you back into it yeah. so yeah I think that's really cool yeah you guys definitely I gravitated to you guys because it had that old school sound and it had that sound that I grew up with my dad showing me Metallica and Anthrax and shit like that um, but even though you have ties to this older sounding thrash metal mm -hmm. how do you guys continue to push yourselves to be more than just another thrash metal band or more than just another band that makes thrash music well i think we i think the main goal is to just remain exciting and to still feel the, the passion of the band you know like i think the moment we feel like our our level of success starts to taper off or like we've overstayed our welcome we'll probably stop touring a lot more you know we'll probably start taking more years between putting out records and Maybe look at getting like some other kind of jobs, you know, like it's not something where we ever anticipated it being this big. So we're just, we're just fucking rolling with it, you know, seeing what, what can happen with this and take it as far as we can go. But there's no set goal in mind. It's just a matter of going, I've had the hiccups for 24 fucking hours now. This is driving me crazy. Um... Yeah, it's, we're just, you know, we're just going to keep doing this until it doesn't feel like it's worth it anymore. It's bottom line. Now, I was going to ask you another hard-hitting question, but this one still might be hard-hitting in a different way. You guys are from Texas. You guys have a lot of Texas pride. Who are the top three music, musical artist, acts or artists to come out of Texas? Well, it's got to be... You guys. No, it's no. got to be ZZ Top, Willie. Stevie Ray Vaughan? No, Selena. I'm hurt. Selena. I can respect that. Stevie though. Ray Vaughan is for like middle-aged women who want to go eat at Razoo's. I'm really offended right now. He's my favorite. He's, he's but, fine. But I respect. ZZ Top was definitely it because yeah. I watched your guys' uh, Amoeba was in my bag. But yeah. also, we also have adopted King Diamond now too. King Diamond sick. He belongs yeah. to Texas now. He lives in the same town where I went to college. Really? Yeah. Hey. Fire. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me. Sure. You definitely didn't have That's to. That's it? Yeah. All right. Well, I, only wanted, I only wanted 10, I, I, 10 minutes of your time. I, uh, I hope I answered everything you needed me You to. did and more. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks, um, bro. Thank you for putting on a badass show. It was a great first time. Thank and you. And I think I speak for both of us. We'll be back every time you guys come through. Oh, 
we'll definitely be back through. This was great. So hopefully I'm later this year, we'll see. I'm excited for new music. I'm excited to see you guys continue to kick ass. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chance. <laughs>